about halfway down that staircase, Jess is going to turn around to whoever's behind her and say, if they start trying to grab us, get out of here, run to my house and tell my daddy to get his butt over here. Just say, just tell her, just tell him Jess has said, daddy, come and get me. That's all. That's all you have to say. Hey. I mean, listen, there's only two of them. If they start trying to grab people, I mean, why don't we just grab them back? Well, we don't know if we get down there, they're not going to have a whole host of people with like pitchforks or ropes or something. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. If something weird goes, then just go to my house and get my daddy. That's all. All right. This is Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Reddington, return what you borrow, or else. Hello, dear listeners. When we last left our neighborhood watch members, they had ventured into a weird empty house. Ark slipped on a patch of goo, knocking him unconscious for just a second. Thankfully, he does appear to be coming to. Ah, wah, um, I I kind of shake my head and... and blink a couple times and I look around at him. Nicola! Nicola offers you a hand up. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I take I take your hand and get up. You're like, what the? Did I? What What just happened there? You slipped. You looked like you hit your head pretty hard. You alright? Yeah, yeah. He rubs the back of his head where he can feel a bump starting to form and he's like, yeah, I, I've, I've taken worse hits than this playing, playing Little League. I, I'll be okay. Um, and he, uh, steps forward slowly and, and tries to look into the room to see if there's anything interesting to see, um, trying not to slip. Jessa will end up standing in the doorway behind Ark and Nicola. I'm still fuzzy and she's going to take some very deep breaths. Does she have any sense that this thing past the doorway that's where the trail ends does it exist is that is there still a scent anything as she's sniffing around jessa june can smell the smoke and tail end of some kind of magic so she hops a couple times she goes (laughs) it's in here somewhere and she's gonna start trying to like walk around the not go into the center of the room but like step in and walk around the edge of the room and keep trying to see if she can figure out where exactly it is in this room Unfortunately, as Jessa June steps in and sniffs around, the smell dissipates as the creature is not there. She can only smell the magic around the perimeter. Um, at which point she will deflate. She'll turn back into good old Jessa and she'll go, well, dang it, it, I was wrong. It's not in here, but it was in here. There's something magical, wicky-wacky, I don't know what, but somehow this thing is making itself disappear we need to figure out a way to stop it from doing that, or we're never going to find anybody. One, somebody's got to know how to keep somebody from casting a spell and just poofing it out of existence. Anybody? Anybody know how to do that? I have never met a wizard. Um, <laughs> the most magical place I've ever been is this city's town hall. <laughs> I don't think that's going to do as much good, is it, Johnny? I don't know. I don't think we can drag this stuff back to town hall and tell it to be. I don't know. Do any fucking wizards work there? They changed all the rooms around. Sorry. Do you think we should grab some sludge and take it back to town hall and be like, please, Mr. Wizard, can you help? After a moment, Jessa June remembers a time when one of her brothers got severely injured and had to be taken to a different kind of doctor that might be able to help here. You know what, y'all? Given her family, was it a vet? Boo. You know what, y'all? There's this person that we might 
be able to go to who might be able to figure some of this out. It is, we're going to have to give this up for the time being anyway and go find him. Fen did follow you, but is sort of just hanging around outside the house looking in because they don't want to... There's a disappearing room. They're not really super... Or a, <laughs> a room that disappears things. They're not really super inclined to go inside of that room. Um, but they are sort of hanging around like, so you lost your sludge monster? Do you happen to know what kind of sludge monster it was? It was it was big, and it was made out of this black, like, tarry. So you see that stuff that's all over the ground? And if it grabs mm-hmm. you, it, like, burns into your skin and tries to, like, eat holes in you and things like that. And And it's strong as heck, and you can't pin it down. We tried pinning it down. It didn't work. And it goes into the water. You put it in water, it turns into like a, a, a tarry cracker. Hmm. Fascinating. That does sound like it might have some value. I mean, um, interest to some people I know. Um, and you lost it, you said. Uh, and they actually pull out a notebook and start like pretending like they're writing notes for the newspaper. They are not writing notes for the newspaper, but they are pretending to be. Do Ark and Fen know each other? Do we know about our... our our nocturnal activities and maybe have like a little rivalry between us. I feel like Fen must know about Ark just because of what they do. I don't know if Ark knows about Fen. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's up to you if you've, because mm, Fen doesn't steal very much within Reddington's town limits. Well, they do, but not as much as they do outside. So unless you want to say like you caught me doing something. I mean, I was thinking there, I was thinking there might've been one point in the past where we were both trying to, break into the same house and like ran across each other oh no i know fen's a grifter at one point fen was trying to run a con where they pretended they were fixing a security system (laughs) and then then arc okay (laughs) and then arc came across and was okay so and then arc came across the the scam security system and was like and actually fixed it and then actually actually fixed it all right okay cool so you want to go find this, go talk to this doctor person and see if maybe they have an idea of what, what they can do. Because I'm at a loss, y'all. If we can't keep them from disappearing, we can't get no kids back. And we're not going to solve this whole job that the town council gave us. I think that's probably a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a good idea. But For lack of anything better to do, I think that might be the way we need to go. Uh, so, uh, if you guys are okay with it, then, uh, yeah, I say we just, uh, mark the location, this location on our map so we can find it later and, uh, go see what, go see what can be seen. Jessa is not great with technology, so Jessa may spend a few moments pushing buttons and making it beep and do all sorts of inappropriate things before she manages to get it to go on speakerphone, but yes, she will eventually, or somebody else can take the damn phone out of her hand and push the speakerphone button because she's really not good at it. Do you finally get that burner phone we were talking about? Um, more or less. Um, Evans Laboratory, Morgan speaking. How may I help you? Uh, I- I'm looking for Dr. Evans. Can I talk to Dr. Um, Dr. I think his name was Peter Evans. Yeah. Um, he's out of town. Um, but I can, I, I can probably help. What's your current issue? Um, well, we, uh, have you ever, how the heck do I even start to explain this? Um, we got a thing that, that keeps disappearing because it's, um, 
using some kind of magic, and we need to figure out how to stop it from doing that before it steals people. Okay. Uh, what's your name? My name is Jesse Jean Greeley. Uh, uh, our family has worked with Dr. Evans before. I'm sure there's a file or something somewhere. It, it's, yeah, the name rings a bell. So this thing is disappearing. What kind of things are we talking about? Is that humanoid? Is there? It's a, it's a, it's a big blob of like black tarry stuff that has grabbed a couple of people and run off with them and we can't find them and we can't stop these things from just disappearing. It doesn't matter whether we're right on top of them or not. They just get out of sight and then they're gone. They go into the water or they... It just this one of them just disappeared inside a house. Okay, and but, you... but they're using ma- magic of some sort, and and we need a way to stop them from doing that. Otherwise, we're never going to get anybody back. And who knows if it, half the town ain't going to disappear because of these blob things? Yeah, that sounds concerning. Right, right. Have... Yeah, definitely. Do you have? Okay, I know you said that you can't get a hold of it, but do you oh no, have we a can sample? touch them. We can we can touch them. Okay, do, do you do you have like uh? samples maybe oh that you for could sure bring. we got samples all over the dang place Morgan, what's, cool what's going on uh, uh, sorry uh jesse something jessa uh, jessa june jessa june greatly okay <laughs> sorry about that um just jessa june's the uh, trouble with um a goo that's stealing people and disappearing and like going everywhere and i think i can probably help with the lab that's what peter does and i participated so i can definitely help um yeah uh so um miss put it on speaker phone okay (laughs) speaker phone (laughs) uh you're now on speaker phone with um my esteemed colleague uh delilah well yeah that was easy wasn't it you just did you just like push it anyway never mind yeah it's a little microphone yeah yeah It's just become like green if your model is relatively recent. Like you click on it and then you you get on speaker. Oh, I did. Anyway, any, anyway, there's a monster and it's stealing people. And hi, I don't know who else is listening, but hi, I'm Jesse June Greeley, and my friends are here too. You're on speaker. I should have said that, huh? You're on speakerphone too. There's a whole bunch of people listening to you. Hi, everybody. Hey. How y'all doing? I probably better than y'all from what I've uh, understood of this conversation. Thank you for asking. No problem. Um, so, samples. You got like this black goo sample? We got we got samples that are that are squishy still. Like we could probably scoop some up. We also got this piece that like fell in the water and it's hard. Cool. Like a black or something, like a scab. Oh, kind of nasty. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, do you know the um, Historical Preservation Society building? Do you know where it is? Sure, we we know. Oh, I do. Yeah, there's the Titanic exhibit going on right there. Uh, that's not exactly where we'll be going, but uh, it's in the exposition hall. Oh, yeah, I saw, hall. I, saw, I saw a bunch of ads for that. I meant to come look at that. I haven't come yet. Is it good? Yeah, I'd say it's good. There's some broken <laughs> like, stuff, but in general, it's good. Some broken stuff? Is that what you said? Yes. Oh, if you're interested in finding out how it is, I believe my co-worker wrote an article in our latest edition of the Reddington Daily. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, we appreciate it's it. It's like a dollar for a paper. I could get you one. Uh, yeah, that, that'd be great. Uh, I will definitely look into that very shortly in the future. Uh, okay, so you are 
at the Historical Preservation Society. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are actually not we're so far on uh, our way. Yeah. If we're all going to be meeting up there. Delilah and Morgan are not in their research havens. It must be a TA meeting night. Have they been out drinking? How are they feeling? It's been a long day at that TA meeting was very long. And now we're not miss we're missing the fun part. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like what we're like looking forward to actually going to the bar and like drinking. Nope. This isn't happening. Business is calling. Well actually Morgan is pretty excited, not gonna lie. Morgan is like actually more stoked about this thing. <laughs> actually going pop pop crawl with the other TAs at the university. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll meet you at the historical preservation building. Then we'll bring you. Do you want the gooey stuff or do you want the the cracker stuff? Both. And do you still have something that moves? Like, does a goo stuff moves? Not really. I mean, it. I mean, if you poke it hard enough, it might. But it doesn't really like scooch across the table or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, better than nothing. Yeah. Okay. Ring, okay. ring bell. Goo and cracker. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. We'll we'll come over there then. Um, as soon as I figure out how to turn, somebody turn this thing off. Here, give, give it here. You did very good with that, Morgan. Surprisingly well with that. Uh well, to be fair, it's it's a different context. Like I'm in another mood when I'm doing that. It's different. Like I know I'm taking over Peter's job for that part, so it's. Totally different context, but thank you. Now we just need to channel that the next time we order pizza. <laughs> Regan just laughs. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We all do, Morgan. But don't worry. I, too, hate talking on the phone. <clears throat> Confirming there are some samples. Oh, wait, hang on. Is Finn just tagging along to see if all of this is worth something? I am tagging along. I want to know, like, what this is and if I can sell it and if I can blackmail them into giving me bits of whatever monster they kill. Assuming they kill a monster. Oh, that's a big assumption too. <laughs> if you want bits of the monster, it's just laying around. Just uh, you grab know, what you a want. Difference, there's a difference between like excess goo and like the organs of some kind of slug monster because one's a little more difficult than the other and clearly fetches a higher price. Oh, well, I don't okay. know. I don't know if you're gonna find any organs. It's just sort of squishy in there. That's why um, I'm going along to oh, see okay. the historical preservation all right. society. All right. So are we are we all piling into Johnny's van and then driving over to the historical preservation society? Did the van come with us? Didn't we just run across town? Oh, we on did just run across we town. We did just run we? across town. We just ran across town. Yeah, we we ran minimally a quarter mile. Finn pulls out their phone and texts Artie. My dear Artie shows up shortly after being called, his car idling. Okay, I have to ask, does, is, does Artie actually smell like a skeleton? Is he a skeleton? Why, yes. Artie is a skeleton. Um, Jessa will take a look at Artie, the cab driver, and say, I'll meet you all over there. That is Absolutely understandable. Artie gives a polite wave, keeping his distance. Johnny will Johnny will take a walk over with Jeff. Um, Ark, Ark is gonna wh wherever Fen is going. Ark is gonna go with Fen because Ark wants to talk to Fen about. Oh, Fen's just going wherever wherever you guys are going because 
I don't want to go there by myself and get there before you in case something interesting happens to you. Uh, I mean, okay, then are we are we all walking together or are some of us walking, some of us taking the cab? Like, what are It's we... a 10 minute walk. I'm fine with walking. Okay. I say that as if I'm a, I'm walking. Fen is fine with walking for 10 minutes. <laughs> Artie got called and we're like, hey, Artie, bye, Artie. <laughs> yeah, Artie just wanted to say hi. Okay, bye. Artie passes along some of the sweets that his wife made. That's right, listeners. Artie has a husband and a wife. And they are both fabulous. And she also makes the best cookies. There you go. Good for him. Another triple in town. I love it. Are his partner's skeletons as well? Maybe someone will remember to ask Artie <laughs> before he drives away next time. As the group has decided to make the walk into town, let's check in, listeners. Uh, Jess is going full steam ahead, so Jess is just like ready to get some sort of resolution to all of this so she is moving fast and taking long steps and not really paying attention to whether people are keeping up yeah nicola's like super tense and speed walking arc uh arc drops back next to fen and he's like so um you're a you're a reporter yeah i guess now i am or i'm supposed to be um why i because I, I got i i possibly got a story for you if you feel like writing it up. I don't know if you'd be interested in it or not. It's not about swamp people, is it? Nah, it's got nothing to do with swamp people. Oh, okay. Alright, sure. What's it about? Uh, you know. I, I have reason to believe that there is somewhere in Reddington a group of people, maybe just one person, but maybe a group of people, who are going around selling fake security systems to people for reasons unknown. Uh, fake se- multiple security <laughs> systems? Uh, I, I, I don't know about multiple. I've only actually seen one of them myself. Uh, but it was definitely like a fake system. It didn't do anything. It just looked fancy. Yeah, I mean, they could have bought it on Amazon or something. That's entirely possible. So anyway, uh, I can give you the name and the address of the people if you want to go talk to them and, and uh, you know, look. At, and he's like studying you. Like, like yeah, trying to see your reactions me, and everything. You know what? Give me, um, give me that information. I'll look into it. And if there's any story there, we'll make sure to get it published. Yeah, yeah, sure. You got it. And he gives her the, the address of the house and, uh. Ben already knows. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, but he's. I mean, I but, guess it must yeah, have been no. in Reddington because you're both in Reddington. But yeah. I'm trying to think if, like, Fen could. Because it's a small town. Oh, this is an easy one to confirm. Finn is absolutely conning Samantha Little. Remember her? The mom from Mystery One. <laughs> Fully, I'm already conning her. It's, yeah, definitely. Finn, like, did a phone call, entirely phone call conversation, did a funny voice and everything. He was mean to Nihilus. I have a vendetta, and also he clearly has the money for it. As the Neighborhood Watch walks up to the Historical Preservation Society, I believe I see Delilah and Morgan waiting outside? Probably. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> waving awkwardly, but oh so adorably. Morgan does, I don't know. Delilah's not waving. Yeah, Morgan is waving, Delilah's probably not waving. Your, I guess, the people from the Jessa Jones. I- I'm Jessa Jean, I'm the one who called, um, this is, um, Ark and Johnny and Nicola and, um, um, uh, Finn? I'm here, yeah. I'm oh. Here. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, we brought you stuff. Oh, you're a fan. Good to put a face on the voice, I guess. 
Hi. Oh, right. And you're, um... Morgan. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, we talked, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you're both very excited to see each other. All right, so, the goo people. Um, is that, come in. Just... We're the goo people now. Well, do you have a group? Are you, are you, are you like a committee or like, like the historical preservation society or the newspaper and they point toward a, no, we're, a fan? We're part of the neighborhood watch. As far as I can tell, they're just the goo people. <laughs> neighborhood watch? Oh. That, oh. That's nicer than goo people. I mean, if you, I guess if you want to call us, the, don't call us the goo people. That's, you that's know, weird. Uh, they do bring up a good point that uh, maybe we should come up with like a team name for us. I feel like uh, that would give us a, a little bit of solidarity, and we'd all be able to, you know, what's, work together better. What's wrong with the neighborhood watch? I mean, neighborhood watch is fine, but like, what if we had a, a like a like a name like the 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 Avengers of the Night, you know, or something like that? Like, you know, and can we maybe workshop that when like, uh, what, two children after, have not disappeared? Exactly. Can we like find the kids before we try to come up with a Baseball team. That name. is an excellent point. Thank you, Jessa June. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, well, certainly we have a uh, we got some goo we got some goo samples here for you if you want to take a look at them. Any? Uh, sh- sure. Uh, do you want to come in or do you want to stay outside? Oh, maybe you should stay outside. I don't know. Uh, we should probably not leave everyone outside where other people can hear them, especially in front of the preservation society. Please. Oh, yeah, especially if you're talking about, like, missing children. Yeah, it's better not to involve us in that. Um, come, come in. And Morgan opens the door, and, uh, um, yeah, this is the Historical Preservation Society. We have our ex- uh, exhibition. It's not exhibition. Is it exhibition? It's, it's the Titanic exhibition. Exhibition is the right word. Okay. Exhibition. Titanic thing. There, if you want to fit that later during our opening hours. This is technically not opening hours for the exhibition and we um are going down in the basement please don't touch anything it's important if you touch something i will know and i can't really kick anybody's ass but i know a lot of um plants that have weird effects on people and uh <clears throat> But, yeah, I, that doesn't sound threatening enough. Delilah, do you have, do you have like something? To I, 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 really, I think we got the threat. I mean, we don't. None of us are going to touch anything, right, y'all? We'll just follow you downstairs and wait. Well, I don't know. Wait a minute. What kind of weird plant? <laughs> yes, what kind of weird plant? <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about we? No one touches anything without permission. We leave it at that. No one has to find out the consequences. All right, but if yeah. you got weird plants. What? You just holler at your boy. Ben is fully like taking out the news notebook and is taking notes of what kind of plants they see <laughs> and what the retail value might be, but not touching anything at this time. Good. Okay. All right. So uh, Morgan leads you downstairs. Uh, like there's a no looking door and then there's just a lot of stairs. It goes down, 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 down. And, um, like really far? How many flights? No, no, no. It's not. It's a dad bad. It's just. Okay. It's just that. How much cardio are we doing here, Kim? We have a sub sub basement. I mean, okay. do we need to take people up to the office? Oh no, 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 we, no. we definitely go straight to the basement because it's a. Uh, it gives more like a vibe than taking the <laughs> elevator. <laughs> what kind of staircase is this? It's like those glass steps. It's 
strangely narrow. It doesn't look like a like a fancy lab staircase. It looks like a you're going into an old basement. It's subtly like that. It's very not fancy. Uh, like you're in an old building, going in an old basement. Some, it's th- some of the the steps are woods. Other uh, and when you get like two uh, floors down, it starts being like um, rocks again. Not rocks. What's the name? Stone. Word. Stone. Thank you. Uh, or stone. So, so like it starts wood, then start being stones, <laughs> and um. You're led into uh, before a huge, heavy-looking door. About halfway down that staircase, Jess is going to turn around to whoever's behind her and say, "If they start trying to grab us, get out of here, run to my house, and tell my daddy to get his butt over here." Just say, just tell her, just tell him Jess has said, "Daddy, come and get me." That's all. That's all you have to say. Hey. I mean, listen. There's only two of them. If they start trying to grab people, I mean, why don't we just? Grab them back. Well, we don't know if we get down there, they're not going to have a whole host of people with like pitchforks or ropes or something. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. If something weird goes, then just go to my house and get my daddy. That's all. all right. I want to say that Morgan is a five foot eight individual uh, with like rectangular glasses, like green glasses, look a little bit like a nerd, uh, as an overalls, like green overalls and a flannel shirt that's buttoned up. Uh, they don't look very threatening, but just mentioning that on the side, if anybody wanted to know. So, um, they open the door, and uh, inside you see first, uh, it's the, the ceiling is quite high, which might explain why there was so many stairs to go, uh, to go down. And um, there's a bunch of, on the first shelves on each side, there's a bunch of books and some uh, articulated skeletons, um, and things that looks more aesthetically pleasing um if you look closely at at them at at the the skeleton that are mounted you'll see that they're not exactly normal animals uh there's this snake articulate snake that has little horns on them and uh there's there's a rabbit that has pointy teeth and also little horns and there's also an additional set of bones that are like wings so yeah, it's a there's a bunch of that stuff at first. Is anyone else curious? I personally have to know. Has Cece been down here yet? I don't think so. Probably not. I think Cece would not want to come here. Is this Delilah's first time in the room? I think so. For timeline consistencies, this is a few days after that whole battle Barbie retrieval. The Raven incident? Call it whatever you want. But all of that that's been going on in Mystery 3, it's a few days after that. So you can bring all of this down here, but you still can't get more creamer? To be fair, I was not the person who <laughs> brought everything down here. This is mostly not my stuff. Some of it is, but not all. And so they start walking forward, and then you see it becomes more like a, an actual lab. Most of the bookshelf, well, I call them bookshelf, but most of the shelves and benches are filled with glassware of all kind and um, uh, apparatus that are like scales and empty petri dishes and test tubes. Bunch of like common laboratory equipment. And there is also a whole wall that is filled with jars and 
boxes. Some of them are opaque, but other are very much um, transparent and you can see inside a bunch of things that preserve tissues and body parts uh, in various states. Mostly not humans, though. Uh, the fleshy ones are like into liquids. Some some looks very pretty in a way that it's been well preserved, and other looks like they are old and they've been dried there for a while. Yeah, there's a bunch of labels too. If anybody wants to read, Jessa still leans over to Johnny and goes, "See what I mean?" <laughs> Johnny grips the the crowbar a, a little bit tighter. And he goes, Holding a crowbar right now. Oh yeah, he's been carrying a crowbar the entire time. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, if you all really don't want help, that's all you have to say. No, no, we need the help. I j- that's all. That's we need the help. Never mind. This. I mean, come forward. We're going to. Uh, and they point toward uh, a section that has like a bunch of a montage. What is this? A montage, a, a setup of different kind of glassware that are connected with some wires and some dripping liquid, and on the side you see other doors that seems to be lead to be leading to some chambers, but you don't necessarily look at them. Or I don't know, but we're going to the end of the room where this uh, setup is. Anna, Morgan turns toward you. All right, show me the goo. <laughs> Jess has got a. Like a piece of hardened black, what looks like hardened tar that she will hand over. It's solid, not gooey at all. Morgan puts gloves on and grabs it. And Johnny's head and shoulders are still completely covered in the black goo he was enveloped in in episode two. Uh, So presents himself forward for scraping like, and here's (laughs) all the uh, nasty liquid stuff we have. So just like uh, scrape some of that off. Do you have some that's like not contaminated? Uh, not no offense meant, but like not mixed with uh human, I assume human, uh tissues. Oh, I mean, there's some still on my coat. Okay, you don't have like a box or a Ziploc bag. We don't. We we didn't think to get a baggie uh, to pick it up with. Like, we just have what's okay. on Johnny. Okay, okay, okay. All my baggies are full. I can uh I can give you what I've got. A little baggie. Of goo that they've scraped up off the ground. Will it help with your identification process? Well, it will assure that it's not. There's no reaction to like other substances. I mean, there are definitely other substances. This came up off the ground, but um... yes, but the, the less biological stuff in it, better. And like skin is kind of biological. Kind of biological, certainly. We do know for a fact that it reacts with water. Yeah, we we do. We know that when it gets into the water, it turns into that thing that I gave you. It, but yeah. wait, so it's turn, it turns like that when you put it into water. Uh, but if you put entirely into water, doesn't it, wouldn't that just like immobilize it? Well, but it didn't. I mean, the the things went into the water and then they disappeared. Like it's not like they they didn't look didn't look like it like came apart in the water. It didn't look like it dissolved. It just sort of went into the water and then it was gone. Sorry. So this solid part is not. That's just what got left behind. Okay. Okay. That's that. That's not one of the things. That's a part of it. But that's what got left behind. That's all. Okay. okay. Mm. All right. So, uh, uh, Morgan grabs the solid part and the gooey part and 
start putting some into this uh, little setup of theirs that is uh, basically kind of a... There's a bunch of tests associated with each part of the setup, and one is like uh, a flame. So it's just like they try to eat it up, and then it goes through some uh, <laughs> shocking... A, sh a shocking part, it just try to uh, shock it and see how it reacts. And then it goes uh, into a part where there's it, there's like a depressurization and uh, absolutely no oxygen inside. So if in like an anoxic environment, how, how does it react, right? <laughs> and there's a bunch of little stations like that to see like how can this thing be affected and by what, basically. Hello everyone and welcome to Monster Hour, an actual play podcast about weird heroes, found family, and the stories you make when you go off the rails. Step through the looking glass and into our season 2 game of Absurdia, a modern fantasy role-playing game about the absurd humor and understated horror of everyday life. Join Demi-Ghost lifestyle blogger Claire Claremont. I do terrify people in town quite often. Community radio host Duncan Oliver. Investigative, friendly, a little flirty. And woe-begotten time traveler Max. The time cat is the reason I got unstuck from time. As they navigate the surreal suburban town of somewhere. The Screaming Fog. Oh, shit. The City Council. Praise be. I don't even refer to them by name. I don't want to give them that kind of power. Bus is sentient. Bus is alive. Bus is forever. A leviathan of steel and tinted glass. Run! Run! If you're a fan of Welcome to Night Vale, Alice in Wonderland, or Gravity Falls, you'll love Season 2 of Monster Hour. New episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. While Morgan conducts some experiments, Johnny has decided to find a sink and try to clean up. Unfortunately, the goo hardens instead. What are you doing? <laughs> you said you didn't need this stuff on me, so I'm trying to get out of my finger. Wait, wait, wait. getting hard. Will, I can't move my arm for a good. We'll find another solution. Just, I, I, I don't think it's a good idea to do that. Well, I mean, if it scales up easily, but at the same time, is it heavier when it's... And like Morgan walks... <laughs> walks to Johnny because they're pretty curious as as the, the thing makes their, their way through the system and Mike is 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 it heavy? Is it heavy on you? No. I, I mean I'm, I'm definitely more aware of it. It's just making it hard to move my mouth around a little bit. I totally understood that. And uh we're gonna find a way to uh We gotta find a way to get it off of him. I mean Yeah, yeah. I know I, I am mean... not surprised. My eyebrows are stuck like this. <laughs> <laughs> If water hardens sure. it with fire, Obviously. maybe burn it up? Yes. I mean, I mean, it's not a bad look for you, Johnny. I mean, it just makes you look like you, you care. You know, it makes you look like you're interested. In, and I know you wow. do. I'm just saying it makes you look more like you do. That's all. Like you care and like you're covered in just black goo. <laughs> Does it change color? Uh, when it ardens or not all? No, it's just black. It's just always been black and and gross. Okay. Um. So Morgan goes you, back to are you system. making hand signs over there, Johnny? Johnny's trying to tap the no. uh, hardened <laughs> section to see if he can start cracking some of it on his face. You want me to? You want me to help? I could come like wrap my knuckles on your head if you want me to. Oh yeah, just crack it. Okay. Um. Jessel will try to like. Actually, Jessel will like try to try to like. 
Thwack him with, you know, like, oh, uh, d- no. just nail him with her finger. Delicately. In case we haven't discussed it before, it's worth noting that Jessa June was born a werewolf, and she has learned to control her strength and abilities. She is able to delicately crack it off. Johnny is left with some imprints where the goo was. See, look at, look at that. It came off. Look. See? Pieces. It's off. Did that hurt? That didn't hurt, did it? I mean, it didn't feel good, and there's a weird divot in my cheek now. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that's gonna get. I was trying to be nice. Stuff in it. No, you did. You did fine. That's exactly what I wanted to have happen. Just this part, which I don't think you had any control of. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you could like ace some stuff in there. Maybe get some makeup or get some bondo. Some, I don't know. Some uh, bondo. Yeah, you could. What? Well, don't put that in there. Fa- Never mind. Don't do that. Don't put that in your face. You you want these pieces that came off of him? By the way, or should we just? Uh, you can just put them into and they like pour pull a what looks like a garbage garbage uh, can, but that has a very heavy lid on top that actually like you need to click on three stuff like three little uh, button to unlock the lid. <laughs> to lift it, you can put it in there. Okay. All right. There. You, okay. They, they, they turned. Uh, the lid and it locks back into place. Alright. Okay, let's go back to your little uh thing. And as Morgan begins to poke around at what Finn gave them, I gotta be honest, listeners, I am not entirely sure what sciencey stuff they're doing. It's, it's just like there's basically a bunch of little station, and at each station you can see what okay, the flame does it affect it, and like these are cooling station where like it's freezing and like does it affect it? And that's <laughs> As their station wraps up its analysis, Morgan gathers enough data to confirm that the best way to control the goo is by freezing it. Cool. Okay. Now, how do you freeze something that big? Ah, freezing, y'all. Freezing seems to be a solution. So, Delilah, do you uh, you think fire extinguisher would work? I mean, if you get it cold enough, of course, you have your deep body freezer. I know somewhere you keep talking about. Yeah, but... That would mean that you would have to leave it here. And do you have, like, did you guys have any luck trying to, like, bait it somewhere? Or does it do whatever? We had minimal luck trying to keep it somewhere. Which means zero or, like, minimal, like, one, three, five percent? Well, Johnny got it to stay in place for a little while, but it didn't stay for long. I mean, it let itself up again. So, I mean, you we could pin it down. We got it staked down into the floor. But then it let itself up, so... Yeah. Its body doesn't appear to be liquid constantly. Okay, hey, well, I mean, that might mean that that fire instinct true, which actually worked. Like, if you take the one that has uh, this really, really cold uh, CO2 thing. It's just that, like, it's the easiest thing I can think of, um, like, quickly. But yeah, I do have a, like, minus 80 freezer here. Do you have, uh, do you have any... Liquid nitrogen laying around the lab? I do, but it's precious, and it costs a lot, and yeah, I do, actually. I, I do. Can we, be, the, the, can we, can we have, use some? It yeah, because these things have stolen children. I mean, might be worth it to keep from more kids getting disappeared. But were they nice kids? I mean, we can always use both. I'm sure uh, that there is some fire extinguishers upstairs somewhere in uh, my uh, office. Let me just do also a small test on the solid part because just in case like its proprieties are different, it can 
switch between the twos. That would be kind of funny, actually. Uh, just in case. And meanwhile, uh, you can think some stuff. Yes, we have liquid nitrogen, but... But, but you would rather we do it fire extinguisher. Something like that. Throw a lot of ice cubes out. I mean, can, it's just an exact... Okay, okay, okay. If, if you guarantee me that you can get me back some liquid nitrogen by, by, by uh, the end of the week, you can probably grab some. It's a big bottle, though. You, It's kind of heavy to carry. And you would have to, like, immobilize your monster and pour it on it. And that would probably, like, hurt. Yeah. A lot. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt us to pour it on the... No, well, please don't dump yourself in it. It's very cold. Um, but no, you're, you should be good if you don't like go on the monster and like keep it down and like pour it on yourself and the monster. I, I think yeah. If you probably have a solution, uh, for that I guess. What Morgan's trying to say is that CO two uh, fire extinguishers are pretty much airized uh, dry ice. It's gonna get cold, possibly more protective than trying to dump a entire bottle of liquid nitrogen, which. Is also going to be freezing. Okay, well, uh, we could try a, uh, fire extinguisher. I would rather not freeze any of us. That's the thing. I mean, if we're trying to stop this thing, then trying to get one of us frozen in the process is not the way to go, I think, so. No, I mean, do you know the effect that magic has on it? I, mm -mm -mm. I didn't try to use any magic on it. I'm going to take that little, uh, magical dagger I have and just, like, Stab it into like one of the pieces of hard tar. See what effect it has. Speaking of ardent tar, I also want to know if there's more result. Uh, the results are different with the ardent tar, but yeah, magic first. Delilah slices into it, and the goo does appear to take harm. A permanent separation now exists, but it does not seem to be able to close itself around. Well, I mean, that works. It's a lot less messy than. Trying to freeze it, possibly. Wait, 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 wait. Try it on the liquid one. And then Morgan grabs, like, a few similar liquid one. Try it on there. All right, Morgan. And, yeah, just kind of dips it in. I, I, is it, it's in, like, a Petri dish or something, right? Yeah. So I probably just, like, push the knife through. It, like, splits and doesn't reform in that spot. That's also a solution. So we need, we need something that, that has something magical that we can use to poke a hole in it or, or stick it into it to stop it cut it apart something like that how big is your thing it's they're people sized i mean they're they're huge i mean they're they're us sized so i'm gonna guess you guys have nothing enchanted blessed etc etc oh the only thing blessed is the life i lead <laughs> i mean how do you define enchanted or or, or blessed or whatever magical sacred, something like that. I really don't want to have to lend things out. I mean, I will tell you that my, my, see, I don't want to, in a room full of jars, full of pieces of things. Dang it. Uh, yeah, no, uh, sorry. It, it, it's a misconception. Those were like accumulated over years and there's a lot of donations in there. And there's a lot of like, Oh, yeah, I met up with a siren, and they actually decided to give me a piece of their hair. <laughs> Hold on. Morgan has a siren hair? Don't they know how dangerous that is? When did Peter meet a siren? Uh, <clears throat> that's a very specific situation, but 
uh, it's not, it's, okay, there are some stuff that are from monsters that have been killed, obviously, or creature that has been killed, sorry, and, but it's, it, it, it's not all, like, bad, it, it, there's a very, a lot of useful stuff in there. I mean, uh, you guys are trying to kill this thing, aren't you? So, I'm, obviously. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to tell you that my claws didn't do a whole hell of a lot of it against it. it. It it'll hurt them, but it doesn't keep them from coming back together like that. So, claws, sweat, don't work. I knew the June name. I knew I knew the June name. Okay. No, okay. You, you understood that, right? Claws don't. You can't. I can't, like, tear it apart or anything. Okay, but what if? Like, okay, so we have, like, we have two weaknesses, and so maybe you can use either my liquid nitrogen or um, fire extinguisher to cool it down, to immobilize it, and then you use, like, a magical weapon to stab it multiple times. And that could do the trick. Maybe. Here's the other problem that we have. So, we've got a really great way to cut them into little pieces, and I'm super enthusiastic about that. They keep disappearing, right? And we can't track them. Okay. And the place where they're going, they are taking people. People. And in theory, I think we need to try to get those people back. Okay, so we just need to track. Them. Oh, you need to follow it. Yeah. Oh. Track. So how have y'all been trying to track this thing? Yeah. Well, we uh we followed its uh sludge track right across like half the city. And uh, into a house that uh, the sludge track led up to a door and then stopped. And then something magic happened on the other side of that door and they were gone. Yeah, like there was nothing on the other side of the door. Room was totally clean. No sludge. It was just like they stepped in and then just poof. Kind of like they do at the water. They, They get to water. They disappear, and talking like, we can't see them, we can't hear them, we can't smell them, we can't nothing. So you haven't been tracking them by anything more than mortal means? That 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 is not true, ma'am. I'm sorry. We've been tracking them for, I mean, I've been, I got a nose full of stink, is why I can tell you that. And I can't find them once they get to a magic place. What I'm saying is you haven't used magic. N- None of us have magic, no. I mean, I got a demon, but uh, he doesn't really work that great. Not to be that person, but have you considered just going with it? Drag like, captured yourself? Letting us, letting it drag us somewhere? Why not? It, it That's kind of an acceptable idea, I guess. But basically, it can change uh, phases, right? It, it can turn to liquid, solid, maybe it can just turn into gas as well and that's why you're losing track of it i mean it didn't turn into it didn't turn into a solid until it was like dumped in the water it was separated from like the main goop of the creature like and then when we dumped it in the water that's when it solidified so i don't know that it can actually do that Mm. okay well uh, if you have like five or five or ten minute more minutes like i can give a try see if we can uh redo the process of liquefaction maybe um i mean 10 minutes 40 at this point our plan if we can't find a good way to track it is to just drive around until jessa smells it i mean if you can like stop it from going into their gas phases then you can you can stop it from disappearing and then you can trap it or like 
pour CO2 on it and freeze it or some shit. We also don't have a lead on any more of these. As far as we know, all of them have disappeared. I mean, we tried to follow the last one and again, it got to a room and it disappeared. So we don't we don't have a way to find more of them until they come back. And if they come back, they're coming back to get more people and then more people are going to get dragged off by these things. And I mean, I guess I, the idea of letting one of us get taken by it isn't the worst plan, though it's a pretty bad plan, but I guess it's not the worst. It's just how do we get back? Well, if Morgan's going to be down here working, I have enough books that if anyone wants to assist, we can look through some of them and I might have some. But we're still missing kids i mean that i don't know i mean i understand research is not a bad idea either we're still missing people we're still got kids that are missing that we don't have any way of tracking down or bringing back or so we need a a way to track it for sure that's what i hear yeah yeah okay let's see if it answers to any of like detection device or if it like emits some weird waves or shit like that i guess uh, wait for me, and like Morgan just runs into another room, and I guess comes back with a box of various little device that looks like a EMF, like for ghost detection and stuff like Hell that. Yeah. But it's not only EMF. There's just a bunch of like, see what it can react to, right? <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then after- and while they're doing that, just is gonna go over to Johnny and be like, maybe if we tied like a big rope around your waist or my waist, somebody's waist, and we tied a big rope, and then we find one of these things, and you just kind of lay down and let it take you, and somebody else could hang on to the other end of the rope, right? And then you could see if the rope just disappears when the person disappears too. I mean, maybe there's a way if you're connected, it could just pull you. Does that not, that does that make sense? Fuck, I'm down. Loving the rope idea. Especially if maybe we could use it as like an anchor or something. Right. Yeah, like tied around a tree or something. And and so you can't go? I don't know. What if? So maybe we can't track these things. But what if we can track the one of us who gets taken? Sure. Yeah, I mean, last time this happened, it was certainly... That creature was certainly happy to have people come to the room with it. The last... Wait. What? Sorry? The... the did you say something about the last time this happened? This happened oh, before? Not this specifically. Um, once again, if you'll just purchase a newspaper from us, uh, my co-worker Barnabas has written all about, um, well, mainly swamp people. But yeah, swamp people. Gotta say also, that. you know, cursed demon dolls or something. I wasn't really, I haven't actually read his articles, but he has written quite a bit. Um, I could probably... I mean, I don't know if it's the same thing. It's probably not. That one talked. These don't do these talk. I don't. Uh, Nicola pulls out her wallet and gets a one dollar bill and shoves it very violently at Fen. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> Tell um, us what you know. There is a child missing. I look. We had there was something else that I have not dealt with any of these particular sludge monsters and. Our one didn't um, steal children, more kind of uh, gave them IBS for some reason. 
Has that been happening? Because I do know someone who might have a fix for it. What's an I don't. Irritable bowel syndrome. I, Irritable what? Bowel syndrome. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, it was... Um, no, that hasn't been happening as far as we can tell. Although it's only been about okay. 20 minutes and I am an AM pooper, so I can let you know if it gets weird. So does anyone know anything about these creatures besides what you observed? What they really are? Anything. We have no idea what they are. We don't we don't know what they are, where they came from or nothing. Well, if anyone would like to help me find out, I do have some books about the town's history upstairs along with a few other creatures and maybe even some tracking spells. We'd love to get a look at those books sometime. Um what was your name again? Delilah. Delilah, right. We'd love to get a look at those books sometime. Yeah, Delilah, I'll help you with that. Can we go do that, like, right now? Of course. Anyone else? Sure, yes, I'll come along. Good luck. You too. I'm curious, dear listeners, what protection spells does Delilah happen to have on their library? There is no protection spells on the library, but there is going to be, like, some grimoires and everything and in it. Somewhere in the stacks, there are definitely some spell books in there somewhere. Wait, don't you have? But there's no, like, there has been no, like, protection from monsters put on this thing. Well, you have a petty crew. <laughs> uh, yes, I do have a panic room. Yeah. <laughs> there's that. Interesting. There's no protection on this room? Fascinating. No, I mean Benedict's there. Benedict's <laughs> there. You say that in the worst, the worst way. <laughs> I'm just curious. And establishing things for, you know, other people. <clears throat> Anyways, it does sound like Finn and Nicola and Jessa June follow Delilah into their stacks. Oh, nice. yeah, it's just in my office. Uh, instead of an office, it opens up into uh, basically as far as the eye can see, just a giant maze of books. And there are like some artifacts stored there. Uh, probably, like, closer to the door. She's probably, like, shoved a desk. There's a sword, uh, just kind of propped up against her chair. Ben is continuing to take notes on everything they see here, because this is fascinating. So, um, watch your step, everyone. People do get lost in here. Nicola's staying right behind you. Ben is also behind you, but, like, still (laughs) looking around. Not touching anything yet. It's just recon at the moment. Delilah has Jessa June wait until she's in the stacks. And then has JJ start explaining as she walks around. What it smells like to her anyway. And eventually she winds up in front of some spell books specifically about portal magic. Well, um, this might help explain some of it. And Delilah just starts taking these books off the shelf and putting them into the first arms. Yeah, Nico will take them. Absolutely. And I I probably flip through them uh, briefly, but I also know that there's other stuff that I need to be finding as well. Delilah asks for someone to explain these creatures again for the library's benefit. It just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think between Jessa June and Nicola, we can, we, we describe everything again. Yeah, sure. As the room listens... It turns around the group as they move between rows and stacks until they find themselves in front of a section that is missing books. It looks like someone broke into Delilah's library and cleared out in a hurry. Oh my 
God, who has been in here? I swear. That being said, Delilah realizes that this section also includes different forms of puppeteering, also known as the Conjuring a Tiny Army of Weird-Ass Creatures section. So, like, infusing, probably, like, books on infusing a soul into matter, uh, homunculi, etc., etc. Unfortunately, anything specifically mentioning these creatures is definitely missing. Hmm. Is there any sign of what has taken them? Not at all, unfortunately. It looks as though they have been missing for a very long time. Well, I mean, this might be a good lead on... What kind of things they are. And it doesn't look like they're coming from a swamp or on their own either. More than we knew. Mary will be so disappointed. What is this about with the portals? Yeah, I'd probably go and find like a lean-to desk or something and plop the books and have everyone plop the books down. We start going through the portal books. As they poured over these portal books, it becomes clear that they're specifically books on short-range portals, meaning that wherever the abandoned building led, it has to still be in Reddington. Well, it looks like that if you at least know where they're at, you can open the line back up. Can anyone do this reconnecting, or does it have to be like a... And she gestures kind of vaguely at you? Magic thing. <laughs> I'm not a thing. I am human. I can let you borrow some tools, but anyone can do it. It's like picking a phone back up and dialing the right number. Good. Like to hear it. You're probably going to need a few people, especially if there's no one that's particularly magical and might not take a lot of time, but if there's someone on the other end, I'd be prepared for something coming back at you, like a rebound. Uh, I think Nigla actually smiles at that and is like, that's that's the first good news I've had all day. <laughs> but it does sound like based on everything I've told, been told and everything that we found or mostly found that there's definitely someone on the other side of it, these things aren't sentient. They're puppets, they're homunculi, they're whatever you want to call it. They're an empty shell. Oh, that's unfortunate. Homunculi aren't worth very much. I mean, that's <laughs> good news? I mean, sever the connection, sever the monsters. Thank you, Delilah. This has been very helpful. So uh, we can head back or... I can get you all set up. Of course, anything that you borrow that's not consumable, I do expect it back. And if not, I will find you. Of course. Uh, if you can go ahead and give me whatever I need to to set this up, uh, then we'll we'll all get out of here. That sounds perfect. Hair, we I guess have a night to get back to if we can. I would say she wants a blade that she can cut these things apart with. I mean, something that will separate them and keep them from putting themselves back together like we've seen can be done with a magical something. So, Will that make it a Hydra situation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's the intent uh, of whoever's controlling it. If it hasn't um, multiplied from what you've already cut off, I wouldn't think so, but again, I'm just going off what I've heard open the armory door and just kind of back up and <laughs> touching my stuff. You know what, actually what Jess and June would really like is 
Um, she would want to take something that she can splat it with, like a big hammer, so that if she hits it, it'll spread out and just scatter it, and so it won't come back together. So she would look for something like a like a war hammer. <laughs> Not sharp, in other words. Something blunt and heavy that she can smash things with. Jessa June looks around the stacks and finds an appropriate hammer. Nice. Please be careful with that. Well, I, I, I promise I'll do my best to bring it back to you in one piece. It might have some stuff on it, I guess, but uh, if I can clean it off for you, I will. I promise. It had better come back. I've already lost more than enough things this week. <laughs> you are a fan of just threatening people, aren't you? Is it working? But uh, I'm a little hard to intimidate, but I guess it might work. Then you best bring it back. Nicola isn't necessarily looking for a weapon in here. I, like, watched... Um, Nicola, start picking up this random chalk. Oh, look! It's Chekhov's chalk! Yeah, um, you don't want to use that. Especially not where you're going. So, I, like, grab a, probably, like, a slightly heavier chalk, and it's probably, like, a little sparkly. I also throw, like, some, um, random, like, herb sachets in there, just in case. Thank you. Thank you. I... Don't know my way around all this magic bullshit, so. These are just to borrow? No, thank you. I'm good. I don't want to be accountable for bringing something back. <laughs> well, if everyone has everything they need, we'll head back down. Right away. Oh, that's right. I had genuinely forgotten how cool Delilah's stacks actually are. Let me just take this. Okay. We did leave some people down. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. We did leave some people down with the Morgan in their lab. What has been going on? There's a lot of beep beep. So Johnny has been uh, checking out the, uh, the, the face mold that cracked off of him. Uh, so there's two perfect halves of, of Johnny's face, and he's doing a Phantom of the Opera with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically there's science going on and Johnny wants to stay out of the way of all of the science that's going on so that there's not uh, some fashion of explosion or glass breaking or anything like that. Uh, you know, just, uh, just like grab a few of these and Morgan ends you like a bunch of look that goes, that looks like, like one that looks like an old Game Boy color and like, like I said, there's a, like this EMF, but like there's a Game Boy, there's EMF, it's like a PS for a controller just press on a few of them and see me and tell me if you feel like something weird like like as if you you have a pull towards something uh just press on the button uh it will go faster do you also uh arc do you also want a few uh yeah sure i'll take a couple yeah okay so yeah ends you a bunch of stuff too just have to press button uh and tell me if you feel something weird Johnny goes full Game Boy button mash on the uh, the first thing that is uh, handed to them. Uh, however many buttons are on there, they are being pressed by Johnny in uh, a, a random uh, order as wildly as he possibly can. Yeah. In, uh, exactly what you had to do. In, in direct uh, opposition to, to Johnny's methodology, Ark is uh, very carefully studying his device and uh, trying to see if he can figure out how to power it on, maybe access any menus or anything, and uh, and just very calmly is working out how it works. Like, his 
that's that's how his mind goes. As Ark is poking around, he starts to realize he is connecting with it. Slowly, he begins to feel what the goo is feeling, rather than it shocking him. So, those are enchanted uh, for, like, finding stuff. And they, I don't know exactly how they work, but I do think that it's kind of like a real thing. Like, if, if you want to find something real bad, one of them might work. They are specific sometimes for a specific creature, but not always. I should really label them. So is this going to lead me to the thing, or is this going to lead me to what I want? It should actually be leading you to what you want to find if it's a creature thing. So Ark uh, Ark holds his, and he looks at it, and thinking about thinking about uh, Morgan's words, uh, he he concentrates on on um, the black sludge to see if he gets any sort of reaction. Um, from the device pointing him towards or leading him towards uh, like the, the sludge that is in the lab at the moment. Ark feels through this new radar that one of those creatures is close, confirming that it at least works on close-by specimens. More testing is needed to figure out the radius size. You look weird. Uh, is it doing something? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I, I feel fine. Do I, why, do I got something going on with my face? Nah, you just looked intently at it for like a good 10 seconds. Oh, I mean, That's pretty cool. uh, well, I was, you know, just kind of testing it to see what I can do with it. Uh, got kind of a little, little buzz, um, but uh, everything, I think everything's fine. I don't feel bad. You got a buzz. Oh, uh, you, you got a buzz. So you got like. A tingly feelings, that Kinda, like I kinda got a sense of the 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 thing I'm looking for is around here somewhere. Okay, so, so, so that might be the right one. Okay, so that's done. Uh, and then turns toward Johnny. So let's try to get some sh- shit off you. Oh yeah, I mean, there's still some in um, my ears. There's definitely like, yeah. if we can save the T-shirt. That would be really important to me. Um, I actually think the sludge kind of okay. makes the jacket I'm look just cool. Try it. So we can probably leave that. Okay, well, take off your jacket if you want to keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, yeah. I guess. Okay, I'm just gonna go grab a generic solvent. Let's just try this. Um, yeah, just like so. Johnny just stands there, arms out, eyes closed, mouth closed, and prepares for the solvent. <laughs> okay. Just like tries the tip of their finger first, uh, his finger first. Like there's a small reaction with the tears, and it turns your your skin a little blue. You <laughs> oh well, I mean it's working. Sometimes it does that. Um, Sometimes it does what? Uh, but it's working. It, it should it should be temporary. What's temporary? Um, What's going on? See the tear is is uh, uh, well, I mean like lifts your finger. It's it's getting it's blue. You're not cold, right? It's just a color. Oh no, I'm not cold. I, I'm, my face is I'm blue. Where you put that stuff? I'm blue. Uh, well, I haven't put, I haven't put any on your face yet. But it's gonna be temporary. Like those weird side effects sometimes uh, with magic, it happens. Um, but it, it's gonna be temporary. Are you sure it's gonna be temporary? Probably, almost certainly. I mean, blue wouldn't be a terrible gimmick. See, right? It it has an aesthetic. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the spirit. And Morgan just like screams, 
Poor soul, soul Bandit, yeah. We come back in the room just to watch Johnny turn blue. Ben walks in, looks at Johnny, looks at Ark. I see you have another imp now. <laughs> did, did you mean to turn him, like, blue? Did, is that on purpose? Is he's blue. I mean, he got all the stuff off me, right? Yeah, that happens. Well, but you're blue. Yeah. I mean, no fact, maybe you want to be blue. I don't know, but... I mean, it's not It's not the worst thing. It's definitely better than being covered in nastiness. And I don't smell that bad well, anymore. Well, all right, all right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm going to give you a small, just like a really small bottle of that if you ever need it. Um, Morgan just gives a little bottle of this solvent, so if they... Absolutely. If they get... Good again. Absolutely positive. So this is it like in a is it just in like a bottle or is it in like a spray bottle or something like that? Like a like a plant mister or something? I think a spray bottle is actually way funnier, so let's go with a spray bottle. Like a plant mister. Water gun. It's a small spray bottle. <laughs> like uh the one you use for like washing glasses. Like glasses Yeah, absolutely. John Johnny's gonna Johnny's gonna tuck that right into the jacket pocket. The effect might vary because it does vary a lot. So, depending on the temperature, depending on... I actually haven't figured out exactly what it depends on. Sometimes I think it's just the personality of the person. Uh, but so you're anyway, saying um, that stuff might turn somebody else a different color? Amongst other things. But it it is a solvent. And it stays a solvent. Sometimes there's just other stuff. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, okay. Good. Uh, did you find anything uh, upstairs? Uh, I'm so lost. All right. I mean, we've got a few leads. I mean, I've got this big hammer. Sweet! Yeah, right? I'm gonna use it to smash some goo monsters. That's what I'm gonna do. That absolutely rules. You are gonna fuck Gloppy up. Let's fucking go! (laughs) See, that's why I like you, Johnny. And we can star 69 the portal that the thing went through. What what does that mean? It's when you dial the last call that went out from a phone. Oh, okay. All right. So theoretically, we can reconnect with where this thing went. Yes. And you can maybe find it. And then we go in and smash it. All right. Sounds good to me. Now, it's possible that the phone thing is just a metaphor, but I do have a question. So sometimes when I use the phone, I dial the wrong number. And it's not a huge deal because it's a telephone call. But in this situation, how sure are we that we are going to be calling the correct number? And what would happen if we called the wrong number? Well, well you might get some kind of clown doll. <laughs> what now? Oh, you have one of those too. Not anymore, I think. Well, um, I just be careful and be prepared for anything that comes out when you connect it. Which is why it's going to need... A few people to help with it, and if none of you are magically inclined, then a good channeling of intent as well. I still advise to grab some fire extinguisher to, um, like, immobilize it. Oh, but, I mean, the hammer might work as well. Uh, hey, I I say we, we bring every card that we got. Hold that. Yep. We'll, we'll take everything we can do, that's for sure. Yep. Sounds like we have a plan. Kind of. Kind of. All right. Well. well, we know the last place that this thing made a phone call, so let's go back to that house and see if we can walk through a doorway into not just a plain room. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Let's go smash some things. Mm, that's what I like. I love this shit. Yeah, it certainly does. <laughs> Talk about channeling some intent. I'm intent upon killing these things. It certainly does sound like you have a plan. Um... Since these are just sort of summoned homunculi, not really magical creatures on their own, 
I don't believe I'll be going into battle with you. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> Ark, by the way, if you have any more leads on uh, that security thing, here is a phone number you can call. Um, and uh, I am going to give him a business card with a phone number to one of my four phones, which is on an endless sort of phone tree loop. You just keep pressing buttons and it keeps bringing you back to the beginning. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, that's me. Wow. That's, I don't want to talk to the dark. <laughs> wow. Delilah probably just like waves them off. Uh, remember, everything needs to come back. Yeah. Cleaned if it's not used up. Absolutely. Thank you for right, your help. Right, you'll get it back. You'll get it back. I'd better. One way or another. <laughs> I can make other solvent. You don't need to bring to bring it back. However, the little uh arc if you can just like drop it at the uh HPS when you're done with the little detector. Um HPS stands for Historical Preservation Society, by the way. Also, uh, visit the Titanic exhibition. We worked hard on that thing. Oh boy. I'm trying to do advertisement. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard it's really good. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. You heard that? Really? Oh, sorry. I mean, okay. it's just, uh, cool. I mean, cool. I'm just, uh, I hear things. I hear things. Don't worry about it. Good thing. Okay. Cool. 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 I'll tell that to the others. Good meeting y'all. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you too. Thank, thanks so much for your help. Hopefully it works. Um, it, again, if it works, you know, you'll know. I guess you'll know probably if it. Don't work either. If it doesn't work, then you're not going to get your stuff back. Sorry. And it had better work. Thanks for all the science stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Delilah and Morgan. Fen, you were no help at all. Always a pleasure. Have fun storming <laughs> the castle. All right, let's go. Oh, we up, up and up and up and up. God, I'm so ready to fucking kill one of these things. Tell you, I'm going to smash it with glee. I'm going to smash it a couple times. Maybe a couple dozen times. Just, just you wait. You're going to see something. Well, and if somebody's controlling these things... I would really, really like to smash whoever that is. Because I got to oh, tell yeah. you, this is so deeply fucking annoying. And like, if they just came what? out of the and ground. it's wrong. They're stealing kids, If they just Johnny. came out of the ground, that's one thing. They're stealing kids. You know, like, if it's like bears coming out of the woods and eating people's children. Is it ideal? No, but it's just what bears do. This isn't what these sludge monsters do. These sludge monsters probably don't even want to be here today. Mood same. <laughs> As the neighborhood watch heads out the door, Jessa June picks up the trail of the familiar magic of another close-by portal. Thank you for listening to Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Reddington's monsters are controlled by Meg Griffin and episodes are edited by Alex Lavelle and produced by Algie Todd. A special thanks to Red Griffin for our character art. Thank you also to Michael Sands and Evil Hat for the Monster of the Week gaming system used in this podcast. We will be back in two weeks to check in on our news bulletin group. Until then, you can visit WelcomeToReddington.com to find links to our Patreon, cast and character bios, and our Reddington Tourism Shop. We know money is tight, so if you're enjoying the show, we would appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Once Upon a Monster of the Week is part of Haunted Griffin Entertainment. Please check out our website for more of our shows. Today's episode starred... Mike Queller as Archibald Wilberforce Worthington III. You can call me Ark. Sarah Palmero as Jesse June Greeley. M.L. Earhart as the Righteous Johnny Lyman. 
Danielle Lincoln as Nicola Garibaldi. And today's guests included Alice Hart as Delaza Fleece, Algie Todd as Ben Green, Cam Clark as Morgan Lapointe Evans, 